I make $80,000 a year. I'm only $20,000 away from making six figures. My, if my goal is truly to make six figures, then I'm 20 grand away. 20 grand. If I go work at McDonald's right now, I got motherfucking six figures. You're listening to Stuck in the Middle Podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs, innovators, artists, and movers and shakers of African descent. Hear stories, ideas, experiences, and advice on breaking the mold. This episode is brought to you by our online store. Visit sitmpodcast.com to shop Stuck in the Middle podcast gear. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Stuck in the Middle podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle AK. Hey, and I'm Reflex. How, How you, you feeling, feel? bro? Man, I'm good, man. How you feeling? That's my question to ask you. How you feeling? <laughs> I'm great, man. How you feeling? I'm all right, man. I'm I right. see you all dressed up. What you dressed up for? Man, I'm just trying to, you know, say, uh, act the part. You know, they say if you look the part, you feel the part, you be the part. So, yes, yeah, man. It's yeah. a mindset. Hey, appreciate y'all <laughs> checking this out on a weekly basis. This is Stuck in the Middle Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. You know what I mean? And hit the ringer, too, so you get updates on a, a weekly basis. You know, learn what we got going on. Ch- check out the website, sitmpodcast.com. We got a blog session. We got merch going on. Um, a bunch of stuff on there. Um, so yeah, definitely hit us up on all uh, audio streamers as well if you like to listen you know, on your drive. Do a screenshot, send it to your friends, you know, help us grow, you feel mm-hmm. me? This episode is brought to you in partnership with Perfect Office Solutions, providing affordable, professional, flexible office spaces. You're starting at four ninety nine. Use promo code SITM Podcast to get you ten percent off your monthly lease. Again, the promo code is SITM Podcast to get ten percent off your monthly lease. We've got a very special guest in the building, man. Yeah, man, I'm excited for this, bro. Yes, man. Yeah, yeah, this man. brother. He's uh this brother is he's dope. Yeah, he's by dope, the, man. By the time this episode come out, he'll be in another country <laughs> amazing different things. Yeah, man. Let him know, know who we got a building. Let's get this yeah, going. Man. Hey, Stuck in Middle is all about, you know, uh, promoting those 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 stars in our community, man. Like I'm telling you, man, you might be sitting you, you might be sitting next to a very important person that could change your life man without even knowing and we love this platform because you know we we go online you know we talk to people and we fish out these people and bring them and talk in the middle so they can share their experiences but anyways in the building today we have a special guest he's the founder and ceo of um reginald bullock and he's the author he's the author of a book that's going to be released july july 27th Oh, by the time this drops, it'll yeah, be released already. Yeah. So you know, go on Amazon right now and copy yeah, that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It's 0.0 GPA to six figures, man. Welcome, Reginald Bullock, to, to Stuck in the Middle Podcast. Yeah, the second. <laughs> Brother, the second, man. How, how you, you feeling? Man, first thing I want to say is um, I want to, to just tell my wife how much I absolutely love her. Kai Christmas Bullock is the most amazing woman I have ever met in my life, and you know we're changing the narrative all right and so you know they used to say um behind every every black man there's a strong woman well we're changing the narrative because we're saying you know next to every black man is a strong woman because that's my ride or die she right by my side mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i want to start with that but man. it's your boy reginald the <laughs> second in the building stuck in the middle podcast we here we live baby hey i appreciate you know that I'm man so i appreciate it. that's dope who, who is it. who is reginald for i those mean who don't know. well reginald is is a king okay hmm. you know king king reginald the second all right that's me right you hmm. know what i'm saying i come from a long line of hustlers a long line of uh of kings and, and queens and, and warriors and and that's who i am first and foremost so uh, I'm an enigma. All right, I'm a lot of things. I'm, 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 I'm everything and nothing at the same time. Right. So, 
you know we all have to to have egos but at the same time you know be able to check that and remain humble and humble yourself and understand that you know nobody's bigger than the stars right like god is god is real and and uh and so for me although i am a king you know although i am you know all of that i'm still you know humble and and that's why you know i love my wife to death because you know she doesn't let me forget that you know what i'm saying like yeah. you come home from a big win and it's like hey man you know you hey go ahead and go ahead and uh and, and do that laundry man you know <laughs> make sure them clothes is folded you yeah, know what i'm saying <laughs> no nah, but you know that's my baby but um yeah that's we can get into it whatever yeah, y'all want man Definitely, you got a lot. You know, so you're speaking of big wins, you got a lot going on for you. Mm-hmm. But definitely, yeah. just you know, try and get you get to know you some more. You also have a part Native American. Yes, I'm um 50% Native American. My mother is Shinnecock uh, Indian from the Shinnecock Indian Nation in Southampton, New York. Um, and yeah, so that's 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 who I am. I spent you know pretty much half my life out of out there my parent my family would send me up uh send my sister and i shanae bullock up to uh well from wherever we were living we would spend our summers between philadelphia uh harlem new jersey and then southampton in, in, in new york and so uh i used to dance i have a regalia um i used to do fancy dance i used to do grass dance i used to do northern traditional i used to do traditional i used to compete um and um yeah so i i wasn't always the best dancer my sister was actually the most amazing dancer uh she 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 really she really was um her name is uh dancing butterfly she did the fan, <laughs> fancy shawl mm-hmm. uh, my native american name is brother eagle um and so yeah we warriors and we also kings man you know mm-hmm. my you know rest in peace to my to my uh grandma and my mom uh from philly uh well in philly you know my family the bullocks is from is from uh shout out to all of the bullocks too mm-hmm. i just want to say that before we get into it man the bullock team <laughs> bullock is real man you know my cousin just produced uh tim tim boast boast bullock just produced um the music for a uh first of all he's a multi-platinum music producer mm-hmm. but in the meantime i need y'all to get on netflix and go check out beats with anthony anderson oh, yeah, that's my cousin that's my cousin show, did all of the production behind in that that's dope. you know what i'm saying he got his he got his start he went to morehouse um and uh he uh he got his start on the jeezy y'all know the inspiration mm-hmm. right like that was his title track he got his first platinum off of uh womanizer from britney mm-hmm. spears mm-hmm. and then he's worked with everybody in the game and so and also he's worked with me so, so the bullock <laughs> family is winning winning yeah man yeah nah for real and then his brother um you know david bullock um i actually wrote about both of them in my book but david bullock and i uh you know one day when flint michigan stuff was going on i was laying in bed with my wife watching cnn and i would turn the tv off i was like i couldn't do this anymore so um, David is is was on the, the Preachers of Detroit. You can Google him uh, on the Bravo show, and um, he he he's from Detroit. They both from the D. They from they from the D. Shout out to Detroit, and if y'all if y'all watching, um, but anyways, I called him up. I said, Yo, cuz, um, you know, this Flint, Michigan stuff is breaking my heart. If mm-hmm. I can bring fifty thousand bottles of water out there, can we give it directly to the people? Mm-hmm. He said, Yeah, cuz, make it happen, and so. Long story short, me and my boy, uh, Muhammad Williams, we were working at uh, USAID at the time, which is the United States Agency for International Development, um, as contractors. And um, we developed a business plan to ship the water, uh, 
get purchase water and have donations and ship the water over there and they said that they wouldn't do it because it was a political issue because of everything involved mm -hmm. so i said hey you know what i'm gonna do this thing myself and uh so mo and i we strategized together and we basically organized um and and raised over four thousand dollars in one week in seven days because it was an immediate thing and so what i said was if anything they were saying on the news anything that you can give is great yep. so i said well we need to give this now i'm not going to wait till we raise fifteen thousand seven days is the limit whatever however much money we raise in seven days is what we rolling with and then after that um i uh I hired, I was working uh, two jobs at the time. This was six figures, you know, whole thing going on. So I was, I had a little change. So I financed, um, you know, we didn't raise our, our whole goal. So I financed the other portion of it. And then I also paid uh, my, my brother. He's, well, he's, he's, he's my brother, you know what I'm saying? A skin, but he's also a member of Alpha Phi Alpha, you know, um, you know, and, uh, but anyways, that's besides the point, but that's, that's my boy, uh, Miguel Asua. Mm -hmm. He has this, uh, a, um, a videography company and him and I have done extensive work, uh, together. And at that point I said, Hey brother, I need you. I'm gonna fly you out. I'm gonna buy your plane ticket. Um, and I need you to roll with me out to Detroit, uh, to film this thing. Cause it's going to be powerful. And so I paid, we, um, you know, I financed the whole thing. And then him and I, we flew out there, uh, found a distributor in, in eight mile actually um and uh we actually shot a whole documentary on it so go check it out on youtube it's um uh flint michigan just type in um auzay a-u-z-a-y-e um flint michigan and uh we delivered fifty thousand bottles of water um it's a picture of me standing in front of a mac truck mm -hmm. uh, we actually escorted the mac truck and i rented a suburban so we escorted a mac truck to from from eight mile to flint um and we, we filmed the whole thing in a documentary. Um, and the reason why we, we put it on camera was we want to inspire other people to, hey, you know, we just came up with an idea. We created something and took something just out of our minds and pulled it out. My brother uh, Mo and I worked on the project management. Mo is a, is a prolific brother as well. Um, and um, I mean, the team, my team is strong, man. And we've been doing some amazing things for a very, very long time together. And, you know, the world may not have known it, but we ain't really care about that because mm -hmm. for us, it was about delivering. It's about always been about helping our people. And that's what we've been doing. I don't really need no attention to actually <laughs> do it. But now I'm realizing that if I can get on a bigger stage, I can help more people. Right. right? You right. feel me? Yeah. And so that's what this whole thing is about. That's what the book is about. You know, the pursuit of greatness. Um, it's going from a 0.0, .0 GPA to six figures. I basically... You really had 0.0, .0 GPA? Twice. Twice. <laughs> you got kicked out of school. No. Um, How do you get 0.0, .0 GPA? Well, I almost got kicked out of school. They, 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 um, Dr. Freddie Vaughn's rest in peace from Bowie State University. Um, he, uh, man, yeah, rest in peace, man. That brother right there, um, I was in, after I got out of the hospital, uh, if you've read the book, I, I'm not going to, well, if, hopefully go get the book. I'll give mm -hmm. you a little bit. I, w I, I ended up in the hospital uh, for a week after just severe, uh, I was wild. I had a nervous breakdown at 20 years old, and it put me in the hospital for a week. And um, this is after having a 0.0, .0 twice. I went back to school. This was midterms at the time, um, and I had not been 
to any of my classes because I had my company, Aze, and I was out in the street hustling, selling my CDs. I was walking from uh, Naylor Road. I, I was walking from the, the, the bus stop, the old Greyhound down in First and K, down all the way to... Uh, down to down to Anacostia, past the big chair from uh, up MLK, then up Morris Road, mm-hmm. and from Naylor Road across Morris Road, then over to Naylor Road and Branch Avenue, and I I walked, you know what I'm saying, every single day selling my CDs, and, and I was pressing them joints out on a on an iMac just like the one that you have here, and I I was burning them one by one by one, but I was hustling, I was making money. It just was a bad. Um, uh, business strategy mm-hmm. it wasn't the best business strategy uh for sustainability right, right. and uh this was the pre-instagram area it would have worked now because i could have like recorded everything and been like yo look what i'm doing next thing you know somebody picks me up long story short to fast forward to when i'm at the the desk with this brother and at that point uh dr freddie vaughn's was like listen bro you uh I mean, what you doing? First of all, you got a 0.0, bro. What are you doing? You know, and obviously you're not doing anything. (laughs) And uh, academically, otherwise, he was like, um, you know, at this point, you know, uh, university policy is we have to kick you out of the institution uh, because you've been on academic probation twice. And not only have you been on academic probation, um, but you're you're also like at that point, I should have been going into my senior year, but I was basically a second semester, a first semester sophomore based on my credits because I changed my major three times. Mm. And so, um, and I audited classes, I withdrew from classes. So like my, my transcript in undergrad is, is horrible. And so he looked at me and he was like, we got it, you know, whatever. So my father was like, listen, you know, he was like, look, and my father, He's a whole nother story, man. But, you know, retired lieutenant colonel from the Air Force. He was actually the commander over at uh, the um, at Andrews Air Force Base at the time of the 113th Squadron. Um, they were like F-16s just mm-hmm. sitting in that. His office was like in a hangar. Like, it was awesome. He had like plane, like fighter jets just chilling right there. And um, and so anyways, he, he looked at Freddie Vaughn's and he was like, listen, this is my son. My son going to do exactly what I tell him to do. He, he's going to he's going to not only is it not going to take him as long as you said it was going to take to 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 graduate he's going to do it in half the time he's going to go to school in the in the winter summer fall uh he's going to take maximum amount of credits and he's going to do this thing because i said he will and that's what he's going to do and then he looked at me and was like right <laughs> i was like so like, yes sir <laughs> and then uh so dr vons looked at me and he said he said listen black man he said this is your second chance don't jack it up and um i you know after that it was history man i went on to um i went on from there to uh i i hadn't gone to class yet so mind you uh he was he was a noob you know member of kappa alpha south turn incorporated mm-hmm. and uh he looked out for me because you know he was my brother and just because of the, the type of man that he was it didn't really even matter whether he was my brother or not and so after that I basically um, became uh, just motivated because somebody believed in me more than I believed in myself, right? I felt like if I if I I was gonna let them down, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so after that, man, I read, I went, and I had to. They they worked out arrangements. However, they did it. They talked to all my professors. Cause my professors hated me at this point because mm-hmm. I, I ain't show up to class. Yeah. I was disrespectful. I was a jerk, asshole, all of this stuff. And so. Um, they worked that out and they was like, listen, I get all of that, but you know, 
they basically just made some don some some don don moves and and was like yo he he going he going to do whatever and so they say all right well you let reggie turn in every single assignment that he missed and then allow him to whatever grade he gets on the midterm it's going to be his grade in the class from then on mm-hmm. and i was like oh, all right bet let's go that's all i needed i just needed all right so i did everything my logic tech but they've been through 11 chapters and the, the exam was at the end of the week I read through 11 chapters and almost and then and then aced the exam I had knocked out all of my assignments I was in five classes I had to do the same thing for five classes I did all of that in one week because my father was probably gonna whoop my head yeah. <laughs> at that point my dad was fed up he didn't care if I was 20 years old he was mm-hmm. like well I'm gonna knock you out you think I'm playing with you mm-hmm. and I was like nah man don't knock me out I got you <laughs> so um so that semester I went on I went from a 0.0 GPA to a 3.75 at the end of that semester ended up being my best academic year in um and undergraduate and what that did for me my confidence i realized that i wasn't stupid you know what i'm saying like for so many times like us black young men like you know they they try to like belittle us or break us down and think that you stupid like oh just because you got a grade like they they equate your grade to your intellect and that's wild you know what i'm saying that's not even true because the way that it really works is i had you know it's a part of my book where i talk about my conversation that i was having with my best friend marcus and it dawned on me one day when we were a little bit older because we him and i have done and 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 let me take a second to um say you know they just opened up a yoga studio in in laurel him and his wife tamisha jackson and um i need you all to go and definitely check out their uh matter of fact let me make sure i can i can tell you the exact hey why 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 are you pulling that up um i've been been rapping man (laughs) i can talk (laughs) where, where where did you go to school um i went to i went to gwen park middle school gwen park high school and then Bowie state university what 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 did you graduate with i'm getting to the six figures from zero you know point zero to six figures and you know what what did you graduate with if you graduated um yeah no so i graduated in 2000 and uh and and 12 from undergrad in december and i got a 2.6 uh gpa because mind you like my transcript was jacked up and so no matter how many no matter how many you know grades like you get after that like once you get a certain amount of credits your your grades is job messed up Mm -hmm. and so you know fast forward um I started going on interviews and they wasn't trying to hire me. I couldn't get a daggone job. And so after that, they were, every time I got to the question where they said, well, what's your GPA? I was like, 2.6. <laughs> it was like, oh, well, we found another uh, candidate that's a little bit better than mm-hmm. you. And I was like, man, fuck y'all. <laughs> what's, the, what's the name of your the company real quick? Oh, yeah. So the, so the name of the company is uh, Go Follow Sank of Yoga. S-A-N-K-O-F-A. Y O G A on Instagram. Yeah, you own um, company in uh, black just, owned in in Lower Maryland. Yeah, I just want to say, man, like so far we've been talking. You've already, you know, shouted out about four people. Oh yeah, I'm not you know done yet. That's, that's, done that's, yet. that's, that's well, real. Let me, let me that's, say, yeah, man, that's real I'm friendship not, right there. I'm man. not, you know I'm not done yet. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not so done six yet. figures. When you first made your six figures, what was it in? Uh, and so it's an interesting story about that. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Right. So the story about the six figures is the way that I got there first. When I graduated my from undergrad, uh, no, nah, when I was still in in my master's degree program, and I got a job um, with USAID. Uh, as a government contractor that story is crazy too but that maybe that's another time but to get to the six figures to answer your question um 
I was making 80k a year and I was on contract and I thought that that was good money but the way government contracting works is the government contractor makes way more money than they give you right mm -hmm. so your position may be worth if you make an 80 your position may be worth 100 grand I mean 150,000 to 200,000 dollars and they're taking that margin off top of your money mm -hmm. and so I didn't know that at the time when that happened but the next thing that occurred was the person that was one of the women that was working next to me um or the one of the people a few of the people there that was working with me i felt like i was doing a lot more than them and you know no offense to them or whatever but hey it is what it is mm -hmm. and so i was pretty much running that joint i designed so many processes that are still institutionalized there to this day um of of the things that i have done there and so I, she told me she slipped up and told me she was making 110 grand right and we were in the same position same role so the government contracting company flipped and when it did i went to my boss and I said, hey, um, I, I made a mistake, a negotiating mistake. One of the one of the 10 books that I'm going to write is about, you know, negotiating salary. Um, but I made a mistake here and I said, hey, listen, uh, you know, so and so is making 110 grand. I'm doing more than her. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And the third, blah, 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 blah. Her. Yeah. Like I trained her. <laughs> I, I was doing my boss's job for mm -hmm. real. Like she she was new. She came on and I was doing her job. Mm -hmm. Right, so I'm sitting here like, listen, make an 80k. I want to make 105,000, and she was like, all right, well, you're gonna either make 80k or, you know, nothing. I was like, more or less, what she said to me. So I walked out. I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. So I went downstairs, and in the building they have security guards. Security guards. I was talking to him. He was like, yeah, man, I'm doing security. Um, you know, he was like, you don't really know that. He was like, you know, a lot of us, man, we making like 150 grand. Mm -hmm. Like the security guards that's securing the building, they make like at least like they make like 30, 30 an hour, right? Plus overtime, they overtime they making like 50 an hour. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of them got two, three jobs. Like shout out to all my guards out there that's doing their thing. Mm -hmm. And so after that, right, I was like, I went back upstairs and I sat there. For, my bad, my ring right here. So <laughs> I sat there and I said, all right. Yo, I ain't nobody's slave, man. So it's a, it's a it's a, a subsection in the book in the book in the chapter of six figures called first, it's the first subsection that says you're nobody's slave. Mm -hmm. And so what I realized was like, what the fuck am I doing, man? I make eighty thousand dollars a year. I'm only twenty thousand dollars away from making six figures. My if my goal is truly to make six figures, then I'm twenty grand away. Twenty grand. If I go work at McDonald's right now, I got motherfucking six figures. For real. But it's like we so focused on getting we so focused on getting like all of it from one place. Mm -hmm. Like that's wild. Like you a slave for real. Oh, they not gonna give me six figures, then I'm just not gonna have it. Man, fuck that. Mm -hmm. Right? I ain't nobody's slave. I ain't nobody's pawn punk a bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you bounce. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I ain't bounce. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because you got to use emotional intelligence, right? right? I ain't about to walk away, right? I got, you know, my girlfriend at the time. I'm trying to make her my fiance. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. trying to get her a nice little rock on her hands. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So she can have my unborn baby at that mm -hmm. time. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Which ended up all happening. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I was like, all right. Well, I went downstairs and said, my man, what I got to do to do, you know, get on with this? And he was like, here's my man, uh, you know, Cirrus International Security. He, uh, his name's James Wiggins, and he has a security training company, and he's an older brother. This brother owns property in Belize. This man was is one of the most prolific people that you're going to meet, and he's my mentor as well. And so he said, listen, young man, I see what you're trying to do. I'm going to take you under my wing. I got you. And so he trained me up right now to this day. 
right? I'm a I'm a, a private detective, right? I have my license to carry, you know, firearms in pretty much every state, mm-hmm. including DC. Uh, you know, I, I'm like one of the most quiet, I'm probably like the black James Bond for real. (laughs) Like I'm really, I'm really like real live. Like I'm not even joking. Like I'm qualified. I'm a marksman, um, you know, with the federal, with the federal government, department of Homeland Security. I done been through that, you know, anyways, I can't even talk about all that. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, um, damn, I I was about to, I was about to. (laughs) (laughs) But what, what I'm saying is, and so after that, I went in, I went ahead and got that overnight job. And so then I started really, really hustling, right? I was like, oh, I bet. So I, I, I was working one job, and what I would do was I went from overnight, I, w- I went from basically I worked 8 to 5, and then on the weekends I pretty much worked like 12-hour shifts because they gave me the, you know, the, the, tor- the trash joints when you don't have no seniority. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you like... Uh, like the most terrible uh, like schedule, yeah. yeah. Mid, like, and you know, so, <laughs> so I ended up working like thirty hour days because on Sunday I would go into work at um I would get off work at seven a.m. after working the whole shift, and I would come back at um seven p.m. and work till seven a.m. on my security job, and then from there I would go over to the Ronald Reagan building and work on that job at like eight o'clock, and then get off at four. And then, you know what I'm saying, do it all again. But I was making, so so the crazy thing is, is like the woman that told me she, she wasn't going to give me that money, right? First of all, screw her because she fired me on some BS, which was real wild. So you wild for that. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't even say that, man, but I mean, it's been on my chest for a minute. <laughs> it's a bunch of people out there, but I ain't even going to put that energy out there. We're going we gonna to move on, man. See, that's why I got my wife. She should be here because she, <laughs> she need to tell me what not to say. <laughs> Anyways, but y'all family, so it's like mm-hmm. when I get the rapping bag, <laughs> we'll have to talk more off camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even do I can't even do my people like that. <laughs> I'm wild, man. But anyway, so I, I bring that up. Multiple reasons, White. And it's crazy too. Matter of fact, I get into it because I, I believe she she was one of the racists and she didn't know she was a racist. Right? She said so many things to me like during my time and, and even everyone in the office just stopped and looked at her like what? Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy because all right, all right. Before I get there, I finished the six figure portion, right? So I ended up. She she was a GS fifteen, right? Which they make about one hundred and fifty grand, great money. You know, one hundred and forty, whatever, between one hundred and forty and one hundred and fifty grand. Mm-hmm. You can look it up. I was making eighty grand, right? And then after that, I was making seventy grand on my night job. So you add that up. That's 150 grand. Mm-hmm. And she was probably making about 145. So the woman that told me that I couldn't make it, right? I ain't her fucking slave. Mm-hmm. Now, on, on some humble stuff, I'm making way more money than, I'm not way more money, but I'm making more money than she is, right? So then I messed up too, because I was just young and dumb. I sent her, like, I, I got proposed to my wife, and I sent my, like, my team and stuff, like, a picture of the ring. And then she tells uh, somebody else, she was like, oh, we're paying him too much money. Huh? Like, how are you going to tell me? Like, I'm trying to take care of my family, get married mm-hmm. and all of this stuff, whatever, whatever. Paying me too much money. Another story, man, I used to live in Philadelphia. And in Philly, in Philly uh, I was telling my coworkers, I was like, man, you know, y'all have fire drills and stuff like that everywhere. Like, we used to have drive-by drills when I was a kid. Because we were, it's a city, so we would walk on uh, 
field trips. And so during these field trips, like they would give us go through drills and stuff like mm-hmm. that, where you got to do drive by, you know, like hiding, hiding the bush, hide behind, whatever. And my sister actually had the experience that one time. And so in the office, man, we was talking about birthday parties or something like that. And uh, one of the girls was like, yeah, I, I, I was going to do like an Olympics birthday party, you know, where, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I had like Olympics birthday parties and, and we did flips and all of this stuff and gave out medals. And then so Alana goes, so Reggie, are you going to have, this was like a day later, right? After she went home and talked to her, all her peoples about it, you know what I'm saying? She came back and was like, um, oh, Reggie, are you going to have a drive-by party for your birthday? When you were a kid, did you have drive-by birthday parties? I was like, why would I do that? Just looked at her, and she was just like, I'm like, man, like, how you how you just go about yourself to say it like that? Like, so it's like, I don't I don't went through so much in my life, man. I don't I don't uh, want to put it out there from a perspective of like, I don't like white people. I hate white people. I love them. I love all people. But I used to live in Tennessee, and when I was living in Tennessee in the third and fourth in the fourth grade. The librarian in um, Fairview Elementary in Blunt County stamped, and with a rubber stamp, like a ma- this joint was printed up and made in red ink, Ku Klux Klan, on the back of my standardized test score. What? My father <laughs> still. My father still has it. Right. That's wild. The military had to pull my dad. That's why we ended up in D.C. The military had to bring my father up to um the dc area because my father called the grand wizard of the ku klux klan a punk yeah 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 Mm -hmm. he said because you a punk because if you was a real man you would sit down and have coffee with me instead of attacking my children and so that's kind of what i come from before i went down there we was in philly my father he gave me a picture of the ku klux klan in one hand and then in his other hand, he had a 44 Magnum. And he was like, you see this? This the Ku Klux Klan. My, my parents, man, they used to make me watch Rosewood, all of this stuff. Man, I was like four and five years old. They was, they was making me looking at like lynchings and people that was getting hung, hanged, all types like dogs. Like I saw so much gruesome stuff, but it really happened. But because we was moving to Tennessee in the Bible Belt and Ku Klux Klan territory, KKK, you know, whatever. Like this is before it was like all trumped out and all of this other stuff. Like it was this. This was like really happening. Like this is 1997. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so my pops is. You know what I'm saying? My pops is like a gangster from Philly, and he like listen. I got y'all. I'm gonna let you know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the police kicked in the door, in Tennessee. Me and my sister was home by ourselves. The police kicked in the door and pointed their guns at us, cause. Like, we wasn't answering the door because my parents told us not to answer the door. So we didn't answer the door. We was hiding in the shower. Who paid for the door? Who paid for the repairs? I don't know. I was seven. I was seven, eight years old. I wasn't even thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) Just you, your sister, siblings? Yeah, just my sister and I were 18 months Mm -hmm. apart. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. It, you know, you got you got you got a lot of stories. You know, saying we, we you know crunching with time. Here. I want I want I want to yeah. get to the meat of stuff. We're gonna do ten of these. I'm putting out. So I want to plug. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, shameless plug again, right? I'm gonna plug mm-hmm. the book, right? So we got the Pursuit of Greatness coming out, which is actually a series of ten books. The first book is um, from a zero point zero GPA to six figures. Yep. Out right now. Go cop that. It's out right now. By the time this comes out, I'll probably be finishing up my second book. Mm. 
and you know stuck in the middle podcast the first podcast to, to to put us on right and so the thing that we're going to do and we've talked about it before the show starts for i'm sure, gonna just go sure. out and say it for sure for you sure. know we are going to have um this podcast is going to be the first podcast that I do for every ten with every book that I release. We're going to do all ten books, and some of them we're going to do in Rome, Italy, Eish. which is where I'm moving. Yeah. Another another place is we're going to do some at the Sterling Motor Cars, which is Lamborghini, Rolls Royce, McLaren, uh, Mini Cooper, BMW. Uh, we're going to do a Stuck in the Middle podcast in the showroom there because my mentor, uh, Thomas Moorhead, is the only African-American dealer in the world of those brands that I just mentioned. Mm. And right now I'm doing some consulting with them and some branding with them and things like that. And so maybe... I just put that out there. I'll take that back because I, I didn't get that approved. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's out there already. For, forgive me, forgive me. I'm putting it in the universe. It's maybe, out there maybe, already. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. And you but, put it, you put it out there already. You know, you're moving to Rome. Y'all moving to Rome, Italy, baby. Yeah, man. Moving Speak a little bit Italy. about that. Why? Uh, my wife, got she got a dream job out there. You know what I'm saying? So, so we, I'm supporting her. Uh, my wife is one of the most prolific, smartest women that you're ever going to meet. Uh, she has uh, two degrees in accounting. She has a master's degree in accounting from the University of Maryland. Shout out all of the Terps mm-hmm. out there. Um, you know my my whole my whole University of Maryland Maryland crew. Shout out to all of them. So she, I mean, she's one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. Um, she she she's just brilliant. Like this woman got bored with taking a CPA. She passed two parts of the exams. This was before I met her, and then like let let them lapse over so she missed the time or whatever but she was i i don't know but at the end of the day may, hey maybe she was that was that was god telling her you know she was following her dreams she was following mm-hmm. her heart you know what i'm saying and hey it's done well for her because she's mm-hmm. she's she's taking me you know what yeah. i'm saying so what, <laughs> with her to the other side like you know you you're doing of course family and and uh yeah. you know you gotta support your your significant other yeah 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 what happens to you know the businesses and everything that you have here Oh, we oh man, the business that listen, man. This is we going global. We global, baby. What's my man? Global. What's my man? Uh, uh Lord, baby. Yeah, he got yeah. that song global. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He was like, "Got my baby Gucci strollers." <laughs> <laughs> we going global, baby. You know what I'm saying? So we taking this enterprise worldwide, right? One of my companies is called Aze International LLC. I've had that company for five years, right? Mm-hmm. I've had my first LLC when I was 18 years old. I own three companies at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. We, uh, listen, I'm going to say it right now. My wife and I are going to be billionaires, right? We're going to see a Billy, right, in mm-hmm. our lifetime, in my son's lifetime. We're going to see a Billy together because mm-hmm. we're a power couple, mm-hmm. and we're going to kill the game. We killing the game, right? And I'm not, I'm not playing, man. I do things with deliberate intentions, mm-hmm. right? You know, the power of intentions is 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 so 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 prolific and so true, man. I also want to take the time, man, to say rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle, man, because Nipsey, man, you know, what I'm saying, not only does the marathon continues, but it's it's the marathon continues. It's, it's TMC TPG, baby. We all we got, you know, what I'm saying, it's the pursuit of greatness, you know, on top of on top of the marathon continues, man, because. Cause we not gonna let that thing ride, man. That man, 
that man is so impactful, you know, to me in his life, right? Not even I'm not even going to speak about the, the death because he's still here with me. You know what I'm saying? Because that energy that he's put into the world has not dissipated. It's not gone away, right? So I don't. Even, I never even met the brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know him from. I don't know him from from nothing. But I know, you know, the things that he stood for. Man, I, I took it upon myself to go out there and do my research and try to listen to every single interview that he's ever done. You know what I'm saying? I learned so much from him. Some of the books and gems and stuff that he dropped um, on, on the Breakfast Club interview um, that he said uh, Lauren London um, had um, had uh, told him to get. And I, I'm an audible junkie. I've been an audible junkie. Um, but that book was called, um, I'm going to tell y'all right now, man. I'm gonna look yeah, I remember up. the book. I just don't remember the title. It was called yeah. The Way of the Superior Man. Right. Uh, I, You know, I finished that book in the, in the day. The day that I, I saw that he said that, man, I went and got that book mm -hmm. and read it. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, listen, I'm here. I'm here. To, I'm in this thing to win it. I'm not I'm not playing around. I got a vendetta. Like I said, me and my wife, we're going to see a Billy before we die. Right. I could be like I said, I'm an enigma. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's the thing about me. It's like I'm a, I'm a strong businessman. I'm very polished. I'm very clean. You know, I, I can come off. I can put on a suit. I can do all of that. You know, but at the same time, I'm still a little bit, you know, I come from where I come from and how, you know, and how, you know, do it. And I don't think I mentioned, I want to say shout out to the noobs, man. Easy Rock, I know we yeah. running out of time. The Epsilon Sigma chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, you know, founded on the campus of uh, Bowie State University. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? It's like he got all written in his head, man. He's just reciting like a book, bro. Yeah, but man. continue, man. Man, that, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, man, we, you know, my, my team is so, so strong, man. Mm -hmm. Like, my team is... Is like man my team is like bro speak a little bit about you know on um, the part of the team man like collaboration because i know you've collaborated with a lot of people and you have a solid yeah. team behind you man speak a little bit about that man honestly it's just energy man like we have done so much with so little <laughs> you know over over the over the past decade right i mm -hmm. have done and worked with so many people um, like I said, I've, I've been in studios with Rich Harrison. I've been in this, you know, CCB. Uh, y'all from around here, y'all know a little bit about Go Go, like the whole Whip Wop, the yeah. uh, This Love, mm -hmm. you know, all of that down in Night Flight Studios. I was an engineer assistant on that, right? My uncle Scotty uh, Beats, uh, you know, God rest his soul, he was murdered um, in, in, in 2006 in, uh, in, in Landover, Lago area, right? And so he was my father. My father mentored him into the music industry, right? He gave my father his first uh, gold record, which was one room one twelve, one twelve room one twelve. And uh, I remember him giving that to my father. He always told my dad that he was going to give him his first gold record. And um, so, man, it's game time, man. Like like I said, man. My, so my team, you know, um, I've been we've been in this thing for years before me. Like this predates me. You know what I'm saying? And so what we're doing is we're taking it a step further. Uh, we are we are just going all in. We're going all out with this thing. Yeah. Man, so, in your book, right, um, yeah. from 0, 0.0 GPA to um, six, six figures, figures yeah. man, um, the first chapter, like what stood out for me, man, is how you structure the chapters, right? So let's just speak a little bit about the first chapter and the last chapter. Okay. Um, embracing rock bottom. Mm -hmm. That's the very first chapter. Mm -hmm. And the last chapter is ending six figures, man. Like, just for somebody who's listening and who wants to pick up the book, like, mm -hmm. um, why did you start with that and end with, um, why did you start with embracing rock bottom and end with um, earning six figures? It's a true story. Like, you know, and it's, um, I started, I had to start from the beginning. 
And uh, it took me three years to write this book, um, and and it was challenging because of the emotion and the therapy that I that I put into it, right? Um, and um, I went through some serious some serious things, and I, you know, was finding myself like playing the victim, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like you gotta embrace the pain, right? You gotta embrace it and have to understand that. Hey, listen, you know. That, what I went through, is not me, right? Fabulous say, you know, my story just gets better when it gets to the end. So when I'm at my worst, I know it's not the end. You know, Fab said that. And so for me, it was like, all right, this ain't it for me. And I had to recover mentally. I had to recover spiritually. I had to recover physically. I had to recover mm-hmm. from that. And and I, I, I just documented the strategies and things that I put in place to do that because I know there's some people in my life that I, had, I know personally that have gone through similar experiences that I have. And, you know, the conversations and things like that that we have had. Um, I'm just like, man, I got to put this into a book because I'm, I'm leaving. You know what I'm saying? And, and God, you don't know you don't know when when, when it's gonna be your time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And so for me, it was just like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and, and and put it all into a book. And it ended with six figures. It's just like the crescendo, right? I'm a musician as well. I play six different instruments, and it's like you know, I, I rewrite, understand the theory of music. Uh, I was I went to school on a full music scholarship, you know, at Bowie State, uh, and then I turned it down the second year, but. The next thing is just that, like, the whole book is a crescendo. It just it just walks you through all the way to the moment when I, like, really understood about how I made the money. Because money is not, it's not about money, right? Like, like money is, is we, we chase money. I found myself chasing money. And for the first time in my life now, it's like, I'm not chasing money no more. I'm chasing value. And I understand, it didn't, it took me until my wife was leaving. Um, I made a quarter million, I was making a quarter million dollars a year. And I'm sitting here faced with a decision you know, do I stay here while my wife and my two-year-old son go over to Rome, Italy and, you know, leave and then I'll catch up to them later? Or do I and do I stay here because it's a quarter million dollars? That's the most money I've ever made in my life, 250 grand. Or is it more value? Is my love for my wife and my son and the time that I'm going to spend with them more valuable than money? And that's when it all just clicked and that was like not that was that was that was happening in june of 2019 and it's now what august yep august basically 2019 and so for me that was the moment in my life and then that's why like i have to start by thanking my wife because it's like she and the experiences that her and i are having by raising our son together and, and building this life together is causing me to find my true purpose in life and myself and it's understanding that life and value and in, in money is not a thing like money is just an idea like my man landon millborn said you know money 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 they print it every day money shouldn't be an issue they print it every day like landon billboard said that man check that out a million wins he's also an author as well mm-hmm. he wrote a book he lives in atlanta with his wife danielle the realtor on Instagram, he's a million wins on IG, and um, you know he he actually was a professional athlete. Uh, he played played ball overseas, um, and he 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 actually uh, this brother owns his own sports agency. Like he owns he owns a sports agency. Word. Yeah. Damn. I think it's called like Next Level Management. Like 
the dude is the dude is a prolific brother man mm. like the conversations that him and i have like he actually mentored me on how to like self-publish and the things that i needed to do to put my book out like i hit him up he was like yo you need to go ahead get your isbn number because if you don't then somebody else gonna own it this is how you do this this is how you do this and blah 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 speak a little bit about that man for anybody who wants to like publish a book you know self-publish like yeah oh uh, what are the steps for them to consider First of all, you need to write it, <laughs> and and then secondly, um, you know, just do, just do your research, man. Um, I basically just kind of went and and designed my book cover um, at a low cost. Um, I found I found somebody to do it, um, and then from there you go to uh, b o w k e r, um, which is like myidentifiers.com or something like that, and that's where you can purchase your own ISBN number. And then from there, Amazon has Amazon KDP, um, which is like their platform that allows you to self-publish. And so from there, after you self-publish, um, it's a process. I'm still going through the process. Well, actually, the book is out now, so go and buy that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, actually, I'm, I'm going through that process for my second book. Of just It's a continuing thing where you have to kind of bring in. Uh, maybe that that's the whole thing that I can actually we, we may be able to do is is just like break that down because I think it does take and I'm still purging the process right doing it I'm making mistakes but mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to fail Fairly, I'm yeah. not afraid to make mistakes right. and so it's like yeah. hey let's make some mistakes and, and figure it and out along the way it's a movie or a film attached to this book yes oh my god it's epic it's gonna be epic I went I went back to you know everywhere that I've been um, in that in this prince george's county area that made me i went to Gwen park middle school i filmed there I went to Gwen park high school i filmed there i went to sheltonham woods which is where i grew up i filmed there i went to Bowie state university i filmed there i went to night flight studios where i recorded with my uncle uh uncle scotty beats rest in peace i filmed there and um so i'm making like a movie christopher nolan style and i'm actually <laughs> There's another movie that I want you all to go watch um, that I am directing for um, BMW and many of Sterling in conjunction with the First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. I'm directing a film for them, and the film is called The Gift. And um, it's about giving from your heart. Where can people watch it? People can watch it on mini and bmw of sterling's instagram um and at sterlingmotorcars.com um and on my instagram at reginald bullock 409 or you can watch it on my website at reginaldbullock.com is the uh, the movie coming out same time with the book book dropped uh july 27th mm-hmm. your birthday mm-hmm Movie coming out same time or is that a later later date? The movie will be out the same time. Man, and that's your birthday as well. That is my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> thirty thirty, man. Why did you pick to you know drop the book on your birthday? So, so I, I I looked up on Instagram. There was this brother that it was like a headline that he retired his wife. I forget his Instagram. He retired his wife, um, and they're traveling around the world. They have all these businesses that are automated, and he said that. And I'm in IT, so it made so much sense to me that that you 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 the algorithms work in your favor on your birthday, right? So if you think about it, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, whatever platform is out there, it says Reginald Bullock has a birthday. Go tell him happy birthday. And so all of these people flood your timeline 
it's basically a paid ad that's unpaid for like it's paid for by your parents because they burst you. <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> and so it's like it flood so the algorithm drives traffic to your website automatically to to your to your page and so all you have to do is try to monetize that mm -hmm. by having um a con some content to actually convert over to say hey click on this link or purchase my book or listen to stuck in the middle podcast Facts. you know so hey man that's the you gonna <laughs> drop all your books in your book today? <laughs> yeah hey, I'm, I'm thinking i'm thinking about dropping a book on my book. Like, do it do it man do it we'll see well you know we're purging the process so we'll see we'll see if this one becomes mm -hmm. a, a new york times bestseller mm -hmm. or Putlisser yeah. prize winner yeah you for know. that you know saying like this you know a lot of you know kids out there right now um listening to this that's you know what I'm saying like who I curse way too much on oh, no, no, you, by kids I mean you know what I'm saying like entrepreneurs or people yeah, you know aspiring yeah, to you know yeah. that that six figure or business yeah and you you don't you been through it you know speak speak yeah. about the struggle and you know how to overcome that and you know just you know might not be you know six figures next week or you know in two years but how to you know make a life or a living for himself comfortably man work ethic that's it you gotta have determination you gotta have some guts and you gotta have some work ethic. And when I say work ethic, I mean you gotta be able to hustle like you homeless or something. You gotta be able to get up and be like, listen here, I don't care where I'm at, I don't care what it takes, whatever it takes, this is going to happen. You gotta will it. And you gotta just know that you're gonna come across some struggles, you're gonna come across some super hard times, some really challenging things that's gonna be like, ah. Oh. Like man, like I shouldn't even be, I shouldn't even be doing this. Mm -hmm. But from there, you just gotta overcome, man. And then I, one thing I want to talk about with that is fear, right? A lot of times, fear drives us, and fear holds us back. And people think that you shouldn't be fearful. And that's another concept that I break down in my book. And I say, well, if it, that's that's stupid, right? Because fear is a human nature, and we also wouldn't have words in our in our English or you know human language or whatever as courage, right? And 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 bravery, right? These words wouldn't exist. Superheroes wouldn't exist because all they say is like superheroes are brave, superheroes are courageous, right? So it's because of fear. Like bravery can only be present in the face of fear. That's overcoming. That's what bravery is, mm -hmm. right? It's overcoming a fear of something. Same thing with courage. You're courageous. You 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 come forward with courage to face something. Like look at the lion in in the Wizard of Oz. The lion was fearful, right? And then he was courageous. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The cowardly lion. And then and so fear is a natural thing that we have to deal with. But at the end of the day, you know, do not let it consume you. Do not let it drive you. Understand how to create and design your own paradigm. Read your books, right? Read my book. Read all ten of them when they come out you know read think and grow rich by napoleon hill you know read a million wins by landon milborn um all of these books man like have knowledge for for years and years and years the 48 laws of power um you know uh you know rich dad poor dad by robert kiyosaki or uh true north um the outliers the outliers um you know as a man thinketh um, you know, um, I'm well read, man. And so the thing about it is it takes time to amass knowledge.
But if you think about what an education is, right, think about going to school. What are you really paying for? Like, oh, I want to go to this university. And then you go to the bookstore and a book costs $500, right? That same book you can probably find for free or at least the contents if you do your research. You can find it anywhere for free. But they're paying us. They're like That's why school, the school, the educational system is so fucked up because they're, they're giving us a premium on these, on these goddamn books that you can get anywhere now, right? Mm-hmm. So if someone is truly determined, they can find each book that's going to have a in the course catalog of an entire degree program and they can learn their own degree without having the piece of paper and so it's like you could be the smartest and most prolific person and not have have a grade have ever gone to school it's like that is an institution now designed to enslave us to continue to be broke and to make money and so it's like that needs to change Mm. i don't know how that's going to happen but i know i got some student loan debt still that i'm trying to pay off and I'm gonna pay that off because I'm gonna be a billionaire and it'll be gone by then at least. <laughs> <laughs> Man, is there something we haven't touched on that you absolutely want the you know viewers to know? Yeah, I want to ask him what's the most expensive thing he's ever bought. Oh. <laughs> uh, my wife's um, engagement, my wife's ring. engagement ring. Oh man! And then our wedding, oh, but man. which was all paid for in cash. Sweet. That's the way to do it, man. <laughs> so it's like you know, I pay I pay cash for a ring. And, you know, the thing about everybody trying to get married and get, you know, all of this stuff or whatever. First of all, fellas, do your research on these diamonds. Don't do your research on these diamonds. Don't go set your girl up out there. And it takes time, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying going out there and get her the biggest diamond in the world, but put some thought into it. I went through 30, 30 diamonds, mm-hmm. right? Um, I went to my, my boy Jerry. Um, and uh, actually, I ain't going to reveal my connect right now. <laughs> but my man, if you, you hit me up, DM me, and, I, and I, will, I will let you know let you know my guy, man. And he took care of me. Um, I've actually bought multiple rings from there for her um, <laughs> since then. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I went through 30, 30 stones. I understood the dimensions that I was looking for in her ring. I understood the colors, and I understood her, her, her desires for what she wanted. Um, you know, we, we, we've been together for six years. We've been married for two. And so we have been talking about getting married and engaged since the first day that I met her. And, um, you know, when I met her, I met her at Stan's Cookout over here in Bowie on 4th of July um, in 2013. And it was fireworks. And <laughs> she, she actually, I was chilling, you know what I'm saying, doing my thing, grilling and everything like that. And she actually approached me. Mm-hmm. And something you put in that chicken, man. man. It was. I had my shirt off and everything. I was cooking on the grill, looking real sexy, looking like a snack. <laughs> just looking like a whole meal out that day, right? You know what I'm saying? So she, she, uh, she was like, you know, she she hit me up and, and she came back that night, and then we went out to Allen Pond in Bowie, and um, she sat on my lap and we had a conversation, and it was a conversation it was that conversation that i fell in love with her we basically just discussed i was just getting out of a relationship well i've been out of a relationship i wasn't really looking for anything you know in particular but i wasn't closed off to actually finding something if it organically happens and she was basically saying the same thing and then we was talking about our goals and aspirations i was an intern when i met her i had zero dollars i was broke i met her she had her own beamer right she had a she had a, a beamer coupe she had her own condo her all her girls man her girls be doing it her girls doing their thing like all of them is, is, is black queens man like they be they killing the game 
and um and have been killing the game she's five years older than me and so i was an intern i was broke um i know what she saw in me kind of but i kind of don't at the same time i just had the swag i had the demeanor and everything mm -hmm. like that but i ain't had no money <laughs> mm -hmm. but that's what value is right that's where it comes back so i guess she saw the value in me and she wasn't really looking at the money and so from there man that woman helped me build my entire empire our empire that we have now and uh we're continuing to grow that empire and so um you know yeah man like i said that's why i started it you know what i'm saying by saying you know kai christmas bullock is the love of my life yeah, man. man and i know that why i am where i am because of her and 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 what we built together and you know our beautiful son that we have um is is amazing you know reggie is is uh it's awesome man it's just like watching um god at work man like you know just 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 the whole process of her being pregnant and then now you know him being two years old and playing with him and him running around talking back to you jumping off like steps like crazy stuff that he does i mean he's just like a straight up boy it is scary sometimes like the adrenaline rush that he chases and I apparently I was the same way, so my parents tell me it's payback. <laughs> my whole family tell me it's payback, man. Um, but you know, I also want to give a shout out to uh, to Gloria Lee in um, in uh, in New York City, who works for uh, WBLS and Hot 97. Um, that's my aunt, and she is uh, one of the most prolific, and has been one of the most prolific ins inspirations to my life. Uh, she is in advertising and uh, marketing, and she has done some amazing things in her career, and uh, she's just getting started. Um, and so I'm so proud of the things that she's doing, and I just want to thank her for helping me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then, um, I mean, it's just so many people, man, that have touched my life and been a part of my life that have allowed me to, to, to gain the wisdom and knowledge. Like I said, man, I'm, a, I'm an enigma. You know, because I could sit here and be cursing and doing all of this other stuff. But at the same time, man, you know, I'm really about the business of helping our people and helping, you know, levitate, you know, our black community up out of the mud that we stuck in right now. You know, and I really feel like I'm I'm the one to, to, to really get on the stage and do that. Like, I, it's in my it's in my heart right now to get out there and, and get this hustle on because God gave me a vision that I'm going to write these 10 books. I woke up the other day. God gave me a vision. He said, I need you to go and film this movie. I said, all right, I got you. I told my wife, she was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm about to go film my movie. So I was like, God told me to go film it. She was like, what? <laughs> I was like, all right. She was like, all right, well, I'm going to get my hair done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So, um, man, shout out all my boys, man. Like, I really, you know, love the, the, um, the, the relationship that my wife has built with, um, my friends and my fraternity brothers they she's built relationships with their wives and you know our kids you know it's 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 crazy in the 10 years of friendship that you know these these guys at one point were my big brothers and now our kids are playing together you know and our wives are like i didn't even know my wife back then i didn't even have a son and now you know my son is best friends with his son and they they've been playing you know and they and all of the children like in our village that we're raising together 
um, you know, we have we have a few more uh, babies on the way, you know, so so prayers up to to, uh, you know, I'm not going to put everybody's name out there. They expect your mothers, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. That. Shout out to shout out to y'all know who y'all are, man. You know, I got y'all prayers in my heart, man. And, um, you know, and, and as we speak, I am in Rome, Italy right now. Right. And I miss all my people, man. I love you all, man. I just want y'all to know, man, that my wife, my son, you know, no time and space can ever tear us apart. No time and no distance in this world, in this universe, right, is going to separate the energy that we have together. And so I want us to all just continue to to bless our people, right? We are stuck in the middle, all right? And and we got to get out, right? Mm -hmm. And so and so what we're doing, man, is 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 these some of the most prolific brothers, right, that I have known, right? I I I got a phone call, a text message randomly. I'm like, "Man, who is this texting me? What's going on?" And and then to come into the studio of Stuck in the Middle. I wish you guys can see this, man. This this show right here is going to go up. It's going to be global. It's going it's going to be international. Yes, it's sir. going to be national. It's going to be a syndicated podcast. Hey, yeah. And this this show here is going to be the next big thing. Matter of fact, it is a big thing. The world is going to understand why it's a big thing. Mm. And so I'm so, so happy and I'm so thankful and gracious that you two brothers have given me the sure. opportunity to yeah, be man. on this show. And you're going to be back, man. You know what I'm saying? We got nine more. <laughs> we got nine <laughs> more. <laughs> we done got a you know, solid, not good hour out of you, man. It's, man. it's been a great conversation, man. And uh, well wishes in Rome. And, uh, you know, I know everything back here. You you know, you got a solid team to go, you know, handle business back here. So, global, <laughs> <laughs> baby. Yeah. <laughs> Reginald Bullock, man, it's, it's, been a, it's been a pleasure, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. I got one more shout out to give. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, go yeah, ahead, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I want to shout out, um, you know, um, Sean Itape, right, with uh, Itape Water. Um, you yes. know, we're helping out Itape Cares. Uh, Sean is, is a very prolific brother as well. You guys are probably going to be seeing him soon. Mm -hmm. uh, so I want to say, everybody go follow uh, Five of Diamonds on Instagram, Diamonds with a Z. And go look at him. Go look at J.Carter. Uh, and I want you to look at uh, underscore GP21, which is Greg Polion, which is my my cousin who's coming down. We're about to work out. He's got, he, he went to, uh, y'all saw the movie, um, uh, He Got Game, uh, mm -hmm. and Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln High School and brooklyn from bk from up top my boy he graduated from there he just graduated from college as well now he's about to be a professional athlete playing overseas so i want y'all to go follow him go support him you know it's team bullock it's team everybody and we going up stuck sir. in the middle baby yes sir hey man that's a that's a perfect way to end it yeah man <laughs> <laughs> stuck in the middle podcast and we out we out thank you for listening to this week's episode of stuck in the middle podcast you can email us at stuckinthemiddle237 at gmail.com. Stay connected with us on social media at SITM Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And visit us on the web at SITMPodcast.com.